Hello, my lovely listeners, and welcome to my podcast, We Share, We Grow. I'm your host and holistic coach, Aoife Rafter. If you want to be empowered to take action in your self-development journey, then you are in the right place. We Share, We Grow will bring you closer to reaching your full potential through sharing and growing from the life-changing advice of my favorite health and wellness experts. I believe that we grow through what we go through and together we can become abundant in all aspects of health and wellness despite our health challenges. I'm so excited to be part of your self-development journey just as so many of you have been part of mine. So let's do this. Let's share and grow together. Hello my lovely listeners and welcome to season one of my podcast We Share We Grow. I am very excited to introduce my next guest, an incredibly aware and present person. Since connecting with her, I have had many moments of realization in my own personal life and business life, all encouraged by her amazing content on Instagram and her other podcast interviews. She is a bioenergy therapist who also helps people create healthy boundaries and habits through her workshops, as well as helping us reconnect to our own health and happiness. Please welcome the incredible woman, Miss Amory Murray. Welcome, Amory. Hi, Eva. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm delighted to be here. I'm very happy to have you because I've only kind of recently come across Amory's content and I suppose it registered with me so much of it registered with me straight away that I was like, right, I need to have a conversation with this woman because she knows her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so you are a bioenergy therapist, which I'm not overly uh, familiar with. So could you explain like a little bit about that? I know it's to do, I suppose, with healing and energy healing. Um, so can you kind of, yeah, just explain a little bit about that for our listeners? Absolutely, of course. So it was something that I got introduced to in 2015 um, and has been absolutely amazing in terms of the shifts that I've seen in person in my own life and helping my clients and theirs as well. So the premise to it is much like any form of energy healing is that we are made up of billions of atoms that move and constantly vibrate and they emit a frequency. Um, And as they as they emit this frequency, they are, are surrounding our bodies. So our body is the matter of the part of the, the, of the energy that moves really, really slowly, the part that we can physically see, and our energetic field is just outside of that. So all the, I suppose, like the experience that we have going through our day, our energetic field is constantly reading the room and relaying information back in through what we call chakras. So they are like the processing points on a computer is how I think of them as. And they feed that information down through our 14 meridian lines, which are like our electrical information, superhighways of the body. They're the parts that you can see when you get like ECG exams, things like that. Um, and that energy then flows out to the um, exit point in the chakra at the back. So when everything is kind of flowing well in our lives and um, we feel, you know, really energized, we feel happy in ourselves, we have, you know, lots of um, inspiration for creativity and we feel good in ourselves. However, through the fact that we're here to have a human experience and we have human emotions, we can experience shocks or traumas over the space of our lives. So big shocks, obviously, or lots of little shocks, like emotional kind of things like that, stressors that we deal with. And because of this, we can either allow that emotion to flow through and allow that experience to flow through or we can either block it off and decide I don't want to deal with that or I'm not able to process that right now we weren't given the tools to deal with it Mm -hmm. and we talk about you know pushing an emotion down we actually do is push it out into our energetic field so because my hands are electromagnetic and you are an electromagnetic being when I treat you in my therapy room 
I'm literally holding my hands over the stagnation points of the, where the energy is, what we, I suppose it's, I don't like to use the word blocked, but essentially where the energy, the processors in the computer have slowed down. We've given them too much work to do. And it's like an old computer. It's not working as efficiently anymore. So I'm basically trying to get those wheels or that processor to start moving again. So we process the experience that we maybe didn't have the first time. That starts our energy flowing better through the body again. So we're not dealing with maybe the, the physical repercussions of not dealing with that, of that dealing with that situation or we're not we're not experiencing as much of the um the emotional or the mental associations pertaining to that to that blockage so um that's a spin gives a giver a very brief synopsis of how yeah. it works hope it so, makes sense so like say if we are talking about at all like physical health in that way bioenergy sounds like a preventative health care method because you're trying to I suppose do the work you didn't do once upon a time with your emotions and your energy and instead of that coming through as a symptom you're already getting on top of it before it does that is that correct so, so yes yeah, somewhat so some people would use it for that to be okay. honest with I personally use a lot of my other tools as the preventative work. So for example, um, like my journaling, my meditation, my breath work, I use those as preventative tools. Usually by the time I'm actually going to somebody for energy healing, there's usually something that's um, like a little bit off or a little bit kind of, you know, um, stagnant in my energetic field. And typically the people that come to me the first time they that they arrive to my clinic, they're maybe having symptoms already, like maybe it's that they're not sleeping, they're having digestive discomfort, they're not feeling good in themselves. What they describe is like a feeling of being stuck, which just means essentially that our energy is not moving very well and that we're there basically to help to clear it and just as supposed to allow ourselves to feel better once we feel better we can start to make better choices in the things that we're looking to um to achieve in our lives and, and to take the healthy steps that we need to, to move forward from that place i love that that's so brilliant because my whole aim online with like content on the podcast is like teach people the other methods that are out there to look after themselves in a holistic complementary taking everything into account way because there's so much and once I started to dip my toes in the whole world out there that's other than like medical world I just found so many different tools that I never even heard about so I suppose this is another one for our toolbox when things aren't going the way we I suppose really would like them to go um I love your Instagram name it's align with Amory which is beautiful um what does alignment and like misalignment mean to you like is there a certain time where in your life where you I suppose realized what alignment was because of a scenario you were in or was it like a few things that kind of accumulated over time what is it all about for you Thank you. Such a lovely question. Thank you that you like the name. I lovely it's been one I've chosen only in the last year. I've kind of had a few name changes over the years. Nice. Um, I love this one because that's essentially what I am trying to do myself and through extension teach other people is living in alignment, which and I know this is one of the reasons that you connected with me initially, this idea that there's a, a version of what I call Instagram alignment that's sold to us where everything is you know, like easy and breezy and life is always going to feel good and, you know, flow state and all of this. And like, while I feel that it is, it is lovely to have that kind of those times where we feel like we're moving downstream, essentially, that the, the choices that we make on a day-to-day -day basis are not always going to be 
the things that feel easy to get us into that state. So for me, living in alignment means choosing you first and foremost, which is not something that we were modeled growing up. An awful lot of us were raised in very codependent homes. We were either being put into roles of being caretakers or I know you mentioned through your own health journey that you were often kind of, I suppose, put upon as maybe being like a little bit more of a victim state. And all of these things get very caught up in in our choices and in what we what we see and what we value for ourselves. And often the choices that we make on a day to day basis are not congruent with who we are as our authentic selves, a person who we came here to be. So when we talk about living in alignment, for me, it's um, it's it's about choosing you first rather than, you know, getting caught up in what do other people think of me? How would other people respond to this choice? You know, what are what are people going to say about me? What will my parents think? How would they respond? <clears throat> and it's not a case of, you know, you know, people could throw around this line of, oh, um, I don't care what other people think of me. And I think that's not a healthy road to go down because we are evolutionary designed to fit in to want to be part of the tribe so it doesn't speak to that part of ourselves if we say i don't care what other people think of me it's a case of i care more what i think of me and my choices above that yes yes sorry continue that was just a really good line i like that everyone (laughs) pay attention to that one <laughs> yes, because it's 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 not it's not natural for us to not want um other people um other people to 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 like us. We want to have we want to have relationships. We want to have friends. We want to have businesses. You know, I can't just come onto my Instagram and and you know do what I want to do all the time. You know, I'm obviously like I want I want to be able to speak to my my community and my tribe and the people that I'm here to serve. So when I talk about living in alignment, I'm talking about like you know making the choices for me and sharing them with other people. How I view misalignment is times where I allow other people's opinions, other people's responses to my choices to influence those choices. And that's what I talk about. Like people, people use the word misalignment as if, you know, like almost like a straight spine or, you know, like aligned chakras or all of these. And, and really that's not the case. Like, I think the, the post that I'm that I'm thinking of that you reached out to me about was one where I was like, <clears throat> you know, like choices, choices don't always feel easy when they're for us. Like, I mean, if I if we were to go with, you know, life is always going to feel good. Would I ever say I'm going to pick a gym session over going out to lunch with my friends? Like, of course not. <laughs> but it, it's the choices that we're moving towards. They're not always going to feel like the most amazing things to us, but it's the choices that move us in the direction that we're looking to, to return to back to our authentic self and living as living as closely to those values as we as we possibly can as humans <laughs> oh wow that's that does um definitely resonate with me because I very much like get stuck I think with like sometimes I'm just like too kind to myself especially after the last three years of cancer menopause surgery cocooning I'm very kind to myself in a detrimental way so I'm I've only kind of come across this whole perspective of doing those harder things to reach the growth that you want to reach because if you do keep doing the nicer bits the fluffy bits where are you gonna go you're gonna stay in the same position that you're in you're not gonna reach your goals and your growth so that I think that's why I really um really resonated with your content because that's a hard lesson to live by and it's hard to keep choosing that like how do you keep how do you keep your focus and your energy towards that I struggle with that 
Um, so about, about, I think it was about three years ago now, I discovered the concept of identity goals. So I would always have done, <clears throat> I suppose, since I started my personal development journey back in what, like 2017, I would always have been given what I call like achievement goals. So something that I'm looking to achieve. So whether that's, you know, like a growth metric for my business or a measure of, you know, financial abundance or, you know, like what my relationships look in my life and things like that. So they're often what we're used to measuring with. So I always use like, you know, like weight loss goals as an example of this, like you losing five pounds or something like that. So instead of using an achievement-based goal to use an identity-based goal, so the identity of the person you're looking to step into. So for me, I choose different identities all the time because obviously we're here as, as humans, we're always on a growth journey. And if, you know, like I love the fact that this is your, your, your title of your whole podcast, podcast is all about this idea that we're we're always on a growth journey there's no such point as a fixed state and that's it we've got all our stuff sorted out we definitely don't and a lot of people think you know would comment that I seem to have all my stuff together and that's such such a falsity I absolutely don't I just have I'm just in a constant state of growth and every time that I meet an edge there's always a new state available to me so I keep upgrading the identity of the person I'm looking to become. So for this year, my goal was I wanted to be the fittest that I'd ever been. So <clears throat> I started to kind of schedule like my my classes and, you know, making sure that my, I was getting my exercise in, that my diet was on plan um, and that they were kind of my priorities in my week versus in previous years, I would have been very, very business orientated. So mm. it's not that I'm not focusing on my business this year, but it's not the main goal and everything in my life then it's about that. So for health-based goals, for example, choosing, I want to be the healthiest version of myself. So that's going to look completely different to every single person, which is the fantastic thing that you're not, you're not boxing yourself in, you're choosing what that exactly means for you. What would the healthiest version of myself choose on a day-to-day -day basis? And I can't say that I make perfect choices every day and every week, but when I look, when I look at where I'm starting from, it's easier to base my my goals around that because it always allows room for expansion and it doesn't put me down when I don't get there in a very, you know, like a short space of time. Like I'm not saying I want to be, I want to run a half marathon by September and then if I feel down on myself, if I'm not able to achieve that goal, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. It, it sounds, um, it doesn't sound as easy as I kind of imagined though. Like it, it is, I suppose, a new mindset that you have to train yourself into and to suppose like keep your focus on what your growth goal is. Um, that sounds really, really impressive, I have to say. You're an impressive person. Um, how did you get to this point in your life? Like was there a time where you particularly felt misaligned or um like how did what's your journey like how did you get into this whole world of therapies and creating boundaries and healthy mindsets where did it all come from uh unfortunately from like a breaking point burnt out situation um and i suppose my health challenges would not have been as serious as your own um but they were a cumulative kind of thing basically um I had extremely, extremely poor boundaries and I was such a people pleaser. I grew up like really, really shy and really timid through my teenage years. And when I came into my twenties, I suppose I got like externally a little bit more confident, but internally not so much. So 
I never done the inner work. Um, and I suppose I got to kind of like my breaking point stage in, I think it was 2014. My health was at its worst, basically. Um, I was always sick constantly. My digestive system was really poor. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I was in a relationship that was just not like I, I, I needed to need. We both knew it needed to end, but neither of us were ending it. Um, and it was just I, I remember feeling like something had to shift something had to change um and that was the start of it it was it was very small like as in if you're looking at from the outside looking in you would think nothing really had changed but but everything had changed for me basically because i was it was it was what i suppose like what a lot of people would call hitting rock bottom like as in if something didn't get better for me things were going to get a lot worse and and it was it was and i i i, I would <laughs> the reason i i talk so much about like health on my page now is like i i believe we all have to go through certain things in order for us to grow but if we can learn from other people's, like I won't call them mistakes, but other people's journeys, yes. if we can, if we, if I can help one person to not get to the stage I was in, to not be so miserable and to not reach rock bottom before change comes, that to me would be massive. <laughs> I totally resonate with that. And it's so true. I heard on a different, um, on a Jay Shetty podcast recently, sometimes the only thing that is going to work for us is to have a breakdown before we have a breakthrough. And it's frustrating that sometimes it has to go to that level of rock bottom, as you say, but it's a, it's a journey and that's how like you live through these experiences. It's really hard to just live through someone else's advice. I um, hence my mom probably throws her eyes up to heaven every time I come crying to her about something. But like, that's the truth. We don't always listen to our parents. We don't always listen to our older siblings because you have to just live through it. Um, that definitely makes a lot of sense to me. Um, we were also discussing your content on limiting beliefs, which is like very interesting. Um, I kind of only come across that, I suppose, in my own growth journey in the last couple of years. It's something I was totally blind to, oblivious. What is a limiting belief? I don't have a li limiting belief. Woe is me. I'm just in this awful position in my life and there's nothing I can do to fix it. Um, so I'd love to pick your brain about that. And I know you obviously you're huge into journaling. You have a beautiful journal that's for sale on your website and um, we'll talk about that later on but um yeah if you had like even journaling prompts for people I suppose to think about what their limiting beliefs could be because I was so blind to mine yes and 100% I would resonate with this um so this whole concept of us you know like um creating our realities and you know our mindset and all of this stuff I had never even heard of that until I'd say about 20 16 2017 that whole idea of that we actually have you know so much choice in how maybe not we don't always have as much choice in our external circumstances but we have huge choice over our internal mindset and our internal emotions um and i suppose that to me the first time that i ever got the idea of limiting beliefs was i was doing i think it was a personal development course it might have been one of the bob, bob proctor ones like way back oh, wow. when i started first. yeah and somebody said, like, ha when they came up, there was a, one of our one of the exercises given was, you know, identifying your limiting beliefs. And I genuinely had never even heard this expression before. I didn't know what it meant. Hmm. So the lady explained it as looking at the areas in your life that you are not choosing yourself. And I was like, oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> because when I looked at it. I was never choosing myself. And this is where I suppose I, I, and this is why I teach so much now about boundaries and codependency is that was really the start of me starting to unravel all of that. And it didn't happen overnight. It's been a journey of, of many years in, in, in trying to process and figure out and understand all of that. I'm trying to speed that process up for people now, essentially. <laughs> 
but yeah it was looking at um looking at so say if you say i want to um say for example if i was saying this year i want to be the fittest i'd ever been mm. but taking no actual action steps towards that and this is where again i talk about the idea of instagram based alignment this idea of just you know like sitting and meditating and and everything is going to come to you like no that's not the case there has to be action steps that are taken so looking at well why am i not actually taking those steps and ultimately that's where we get to our we have we can have several layers of limiting beliefs like ones that have been handed to us from like society or or, or you know like the world at large and the ones that we have is like our core limiting beliefs and they're really the hardest ones to root out like the i'm not worthy and i'm not deserving and and all of these things that we're trying to pull the roots up out of and um, looking at like our self-worth anchors all of those things so for journaling prompts typically what i give people for this kind of circumstances is is look at what you say you want to achieve but you're not actually take, taking steps towards we call that self-sabotage and that's really what's happening is we're we're not trusting ourselves enough to actually take the steps um towards towards achieving these goals because somewhere along the road there's a belief stopping us and it's not always that we need to um you know like do loads of affirmations or do loads of mindset work sometimes even the identification of what's happening can be a massive shift in and of itself that's interesting yeah yeah god i can imagine so i, I feel like that is definitely going to resonate with a lot of people because is it like an irish thing is it like a female thing we really just don't put ourselves first in and in some obvious circumstances of our lives but then as you're saying in ways that we don't realize that's why we're stuck and like what i'm saying about being stuck and not getting up at the hour of the day that i would rather get up at and being productive and going working out and blah 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 like that's me not choosing myself whether and i didn't even really know that that was me not choosing myself so there's definitely like a couple of layers to that for sure that's really interesting um we also were kind of chatting about the healthy habits and i suppose one kind of leads to the other about your mindset your limiting beliefs your healthy habits how to kind of get on top of that i suppose um i know i feel amazing like when i do prioritize these things yet i still kind of get stuck and go back to my old unhealthy habits um so i suppose the limiting beliefs is is that like a really massive one around creating healthy habits or are they more separated no they're absolutely the same and that's why as i say like all the stuff that i teach can be so easily linked into each other because mm. it's all the same like i can teach lots of life hacks and i have them for my habits all over the place all the rituals on things that i've done and i used to think i suppose i didn't understand that i had done so much of the deeper work that i just thought if i just shared my life hacks that that would help people but what i've learned now is that unless you're actually learning the core kind of stuff beneath that nothing's going to shift or i used to give people scripts for setting healthy boundaries and think well now you just go and say that and that'll be it <laughs> but it's 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 uncovering more beneath that so for me a lot of the time a lot of what, what i call healthy habits basically boundaries with ourselves <clears throat> and it's it's creating that safety in your nervous system to choose the version of yourself that you're looking to become and my most honest and simple advice that i can give people is to take it in really small steps um, so set your target as simple and as basic as you need it to be for whatever stage of your journey you're at now. You might be have listeners here today who are brand new to this idea of showing up for themselves and 
you know, like goals that they have, or maybe, you know, they've had massive circumstances change in their life. Maybe they've had ill health like yourself. And, you know, maybe sometimes you need to go back and take the baby steps to learn to walk again. I always use the expression that if, you know, like a baby got up and its first steps were on a stairs, it would fall down those stairs and it would never walk again. So that's unfortunately sometimes what we do is like, you know, we have, I always use diet as this example, but the diet starts Monday and we want to change every single thing. And we, you know, buy a fridge full of food and we're going to cook and we're going to eat only healthy salads and that lasts about two days because we've tried too big too quickly and our ego is going absolutely not our nervous system is going crazy going nope this does not feel safe this is too big of a change so if you can take a step way way back from that and take what I call the edge of your comfort zone take one step beyond that and then maybe you need to kind of, you know, do some regulation, do some journaling, do some breath work, do some meditation to calm yourself again. And then you can take another step forward from there. So taking the baby steps is always my my best advice and what I teach very regularly. <laughs> wow, that's that's excellent advice. I can only imagine what is in your workshops because this information is like so valuable. These are golden, golden nuggets. So, um, yeah, because you do do a lot of different workshops. Do you want to talk about your services available? Um, yeah, so like the, the I do run lots of kind of like we say varying workshops um throughout throughout the year. And um, the most recent one I've done is my boundary series, which I which I've run two two rounds of now. It's a four week series, and that talks people through obviously um reconnecting to themselves, how to set boundaries, what boundaries look like, how to recognize them, how to identify them. Um, then communication, which is always the people's favorite module or has been so far because communication is obviously so so core to all the relationships within our lives and finally energetic boundaries so that's that one I'm probably going to be running again in February um I also have for I am I am a uh, rep for doTERRA so when people join me as customers I have um a full training module I call the alignment academy where they get <clears throat> excuse me like access to um like my step-by-step processes basically for feeling better within themselves and how to live um closer I guess to their to their version of alignment and just teaching them my own um my own habits and my own rituals and my own tools and I suppose trying to impart upon them that you don't have to take all of these but take what resonates with you and fit it into what suits best for your own life basically um I also teach human design (laughs) which is that that is um modality I came across a couple of years ago and I love it because it's a permission slip to be ourselves and to help us to understand ourselves a lot better which is something that I really love when people understand themselves because you can almost see like the the relief that comes with mm. oh it's not because we often have been pushing ourselves down for some of the hip behaviors of the way that we are in our lives and when we realize that that's just part of who we are it can be this sensation of oh i'm actually it's 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 okay for me to be myself is kind of how it feels so it's basically um that's huge way- like that would that would totally change someone's entire life yes. that just realizing <laughs> like ah I'm me this is cool this is okay like because we can be so hard on ourselves yes that's amazing and I really resonate with what you said about you know like a lot of my my friends and clients would talk about um the inner critic and being you know like speaking harshly to themselves and I always get people to watch out for the one that you have that I have as well the voice of the ego that sounds slightly different than that. The one that's trying to keep us safe in a very, very seductive, subtle way. Yes. You don't need to go for your workout this evening, Aoife. It's okay. You've, you've done it with the dog. Today. It's fine. <laughs> it's been a hard day. 
And I always say like, so there's a difference between listening to your body and listening to that voice. <laughs> a very big difference. And this can be a this can be a little bit of a practice we have to step into because um I know myself, like my 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 mind will give out long before my body ever will. In human design, I am what we call a generator, so have like a really big engine to keep on going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Um so it's very rare that I wouldn't have the physical energy, but mentally I can seduce myself really subtly. And it all I, I notice now because what I ask myself is, okay, so if I choose this, if I choose to sit down this evening and rest, is that taking me towards my goal? And unless genuinely I am absolutely exhausted and wrecked, I do listen to my body when it's giving me pain or if it's warning me or something, but typically the mind can shut us down an awful lot quicker and, and make us feel tired because it's trying to keep us safe. So um, that's that's one that a lot of people don't recognize as being the voice of the ego because it sounds like self-care yes. <laughs> and self-love. And, yeah. and, I, I, and I'm such an advocate for self-care and self-love, but self-care and self-love doesn't always look like baths and rest. Sometimes it looks like getting up and going to the gym or going for your walk or, you know, meeting a friend if you have been in trying to keep yourself shut in basically <clears throat> excuse me which a lot of people have been in the last couple of years like not obviously only for health reasons but um for just feelings of anxiousness and for them their comfort zone may, may need to be to go out and meet somebody and you know that that sugary voice can sometimes be very seductive for, for that for that people as well so um it's that's just so true <laughs> that's so true do you know what is i've seen with myself recently and i've seen with some of my breathwork and reflexology clients is especially people with illnesses that we are so exhausted throughout the week we are doing very little and then we're tired from not doing enough blah 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 then when we go on holidays we have all this energy and we're baffled we should be jet lagged we should be tired from traveling we should be tired from the heat we should be tired from dehydration go 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 because we have this excitement this adrenaline this lust for life we're exploring we're making new memories and i've often said to them what are you like on holidays though yeah, because yeah. there if you have that energy source in a different environment like let's try bring that back into your day to day let's take some of that excitement and use it for energy and I've been trying to do that it's not an easy kind of task to get around but it definitely I can see like different changes in myself and my clients have been like this has been a huge moment of realization I suppose that just goes to show how we get stuck in this normalized exhaustion mindset and body um, it's totally interesting in what you're saying um so yeah so any of your other services how can people connect with you um tell everybody <laughs> thank you so i have a website it is um annemariealignmentguide.com or you can connect with me on instagram at align with Anne-Marie. Um, and you like, so I obviously run my, my run my bioenergy both in clinic in Galway and in online. Um, so the last couple of years I've started doing it through zoom. Um, so it's the exact same. I would set up a call exactly like we're doing here today and work away on your energy. It's not necessary for me, um, to be in the room with you because I never actually make any physical contact with your body during the session. It's all done on your energetic field and there's no, there's no, um, distance that 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 energy intention cannot travel basically so i do those sessions um there my my workshops are obviously available on the website to download so i have my human design one for those of you who are interested in learning a little bit more about that um my 
journal page is my designed life and that's where i speak a little bit more about human design speak a lot more about journaling and how i use it as a tool um for i suppose like getting getting to know yourself a lot better getting to know your emotions a lot better and how to how learning how to navigate your emotions and use them as information rather than something that's um that's overwhelming using it to your benefit basically i guess um my yeah on my alignment academy my oils are all available on my website as well <laughs> amazing there's so much to choose from i want to do a bit of everything now though i'm totally buzzed after this conversation um i just want to do the little rapid fire round before we sign off um Marie, what are your favorite health or wellness advice that you have learned over the years uh, so very simply, movement is medicine. So that comes for our physical health in terms of getting getting our physical body moving. That movement also moves our energy in our body. So that can be breath work is energy moving through the body, exercise is energy moving through the body. And we can actually have huge kind of shifts in our mindset through doing both. So anything that's helping our body and our energy to move is absolutely huge. So movement as medicine is something that's a really good one to keep in your mind because if we're staying stagnant, we're staying stuck, nothing is changing and nothing is growing. That is so true and I'm calling this a rapid fire round and here I am making it last longer. But when I was cocooning for like whatever month, months it was, like six months, in my room in Kildare away from my family and everybody wasn't allowed to go for a walk wasn't allowed to do anything I started to get migraines something I've never suffered from in my life and I tried everything in the world to get rid of these migraines and the only thing that helped was Tai Chi that I did from YouTube I've never done Tai Chi in my life but I was like so desperate trying anything and I always say when people ask me about my journey in general cystic fibrosis, cancer, hysterectomy, menopause, all of it, I the hardest thing I went through was cocooning because I was stuck in this room with my head and lack of movement and lack of interaction and so disconnected from the world. So it totally mm-hmm. resonates with movement is medicine. It completely is. Um, okay, your next question is, have you got a favorite quote or, or affirmation? I'm sure that you do, considering you're all about like journaling and all of your amazing uh, healthy habits and everything. So have you got a favorite quote or affirmation? Yeah, it's very simple. I am enough. So I teach people a lot that it's you, if you're looking to change your life, you have to change from a place of loving yourself versus shaming or disliking yourself into change. That's gorgeous. I love that too um you're a self-care tool that you could not live without um so definitely my oils they were the biggest shift in my physical health and by i suppose extension my energetic health and i i never really separate the two of those things um anytime that i need to make changes to my physical energetic health mindset they're always the first tool that gets integrated with whatever else i'm using (laughs) that's so interesting i actually don't know a lot about essential oils i'm having essentially elaine on the podcast soon um so i'm gonna pick her brain as well about um the doTERRA essential oils i kind of use them like casually but I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just kind of winging it. I'm like, oh, I like this smell. And my boyfriend was anxious yesterday and I was like sprinkling lavender everywhere. And I was like, here, take some CBD. We'll do some yoga and breath work later. <laughs> and, I'm, and then I asked him, well, are you better now? He's like, well, I better be because I don't know what else is up your sleeve at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's you don't want to know. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, too many tools, woman. <laughs> Never too many tools. Um, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on, Anne-Marie. Like, it has been such a brilliant conversation. I've learned so much. I feel energized and I was like a zombie this morning. So thank <laughs> you so much for your time and all of your amazing <laughs> knowledge. And I just, I can't wait to just follow your journey, keep up with your contact content and please god i'll be able to do one of your workshops really soon so thank you so much thank you Rita. thank you so much i hope you found this week's episode as awe-inspiring as i did as i always say knowledge is power and i know you've gained an abundance of both from this episode thank you so so much for tuning in you can watch these episodes over on my youtube channel breathe with Efa. If you enjoyed this episode, please write, review and subscribe to We Share, We Grow wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please donate over on my Patreon page, Patreon forward slash Breathe with Aoife to help me gain the means to share and grow even more with you all. Thanks for listening.